And now for a very special episode of the Angry Goat Variety Show. Okay, it is the Angry Goat <laughs> Variety Show. As always, I'm joined by Tom. Thanks, what? Tom. Why, hello there. Hello. And by Panos. Who's Panos? Filled Woo! with Panosy goodness. And of course, I'm your host, Jay the Angry Goat. So, um, well, okay, what, what's the worst excuse that you've ever come up with for sick leave, Tom? <laughs> well, uh, I have actually um, used my grandmother's death when it was about six months after she died. Okay. But they well, didn't know that. Okay, yeah, um, no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, oh, I think I literally walked in one day and said... I don't have a feasible excuse. I could make one up about aliens and shit, but, you know, that would demand us both. And they, they were sort of giggling so hard and just said, ah, oh, look, don't worry about it. Um, Paris? Your, um, your worst sick leave excuse ever? <laughs> um, mine was probably just, um, I'm not coming in today. <laughs> I, I mean, if I'm not counting the times I just didn't turn up and didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sort of rang up and said, oh, look, just... Just let I'd ring one of my teammates, not my actual boss, and say, "Look, um, let so and so know that I'm not coming in." And I, oh, you're okay? You're sick? So, no, no. Um, talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Right, and uh, that's pretty much the way you get fired. Is that what happened? No, no, no. no. no I never, never got, never got fired. It was funny, actually. I, I never got fired for being ballsy. Like office hmm. space is pretty much on the money with that. Actually, like, yeah, I've noticed that because the, the yeah the the aliens one. I didn't get sacked. I didn't get reprimanded. I didn't get anything. Okay. But yeah, you show up five minutes late, and it's you know, oh my god, what the fuck are you doing? Blah blah blah. Yeah, well, but I the, rang you, the you closest know. I actually got to it um, was <clears throat> when. My dad actually had died. Um, didn't think That's that was right. a good enough reason for me to be away Jesus. from work for more than a day. Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. man. That yeah, sucks. Yeah. However, um, a, a US man has topped that list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he uh, really did bring off like the worst fake kind of... I mean, it, it's, it's amazing um, <laughs> that he actually went through with this, but the fake yeah. excuse for getting off work, he told... Well, his employee, employers, that his mother had died. And uh, in order to pull this scam off, he actually wrote a fake obituary and got it printed in the uh, local newspaper. Wow. I know. <laughs> that, that's, and I love how in his obituary, um, he writes, she was a member of the Brookville Firearms Club. Firemen's Club, that oh, is. Firemen's. Oh, right. Well, there you go. Well, that puts a whole well, different spin on it. I mean, I'm sure she loved the firemen. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let alone Wait, the So which one was it? Firemen or firearms? <laughs> it was firemen. firemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but yeah, so. Scott Bennett, 45, as in he is 45. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, he's not the 45th Scott Bennett. Yeah, no, nor, nor is he a 45 caliber fireman or something. But no, anyway, no, yeah. Um, he, he has, he's, he's faked his mum's death to try and get off work. I know. And um, basically, uh, relatives saw this in the paper <laughs> and like, well, what the fuck? Okay, I'm pretty sure she's still alive. They told her. Yeah. She had to go in and visit the newspaper themselves to try and prove that she was actually still alive. <laughs> Wait, this guy was 45 years old. Yeah, and he yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he work? Um, um, I don't know. Um, um, it, it doesn't actually say, but yeah, he... 
I mean, at 45, you'd think that he had more sense than this, but yeah, apparently not. Weird. He wanted Some, to get bereavement time off work. Off. I guess he didn't want to use his annual leave, yeah, so yeah. he was going for bereavement time instead. Yeah. But, like, okay, God forbid that, like, he was still at the same job. You know, probably isn't now. But, no. you know, he was still at the same job, and his mother actually did die. And they're like, oh, yeah, she died again. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it's not just the kids. Like, that's just total selfishness. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Well, he was <laughs> yeah. charged Jumping with, forward and doing something without thinking about it. He was charged with disorderly conduct. Apparently, right. there is a charge if you try and fake someone else's death to get off on bereavement leave. But there Amazing. you go. Now, wait, what did you say his name was again? Scott Bennett. Scott Bennett. So, going on the Scott Bennett 45 thing, I'm actually reading a book at the moment in which, in some alternate history of 1985, so many people are named after famous writers that the government passes a mandate <laughs> saying they have to be tattooed with a little number behind their ear if they are <laughs> named after the more popular one so they can actually identify them in official So reports. you could be George Orwell 83 and yeah, that kind exactly. of thing. All right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what you made me think of. Yeah, you, um, yeah. Well, it's actually quite really... a good book. It's The Air Affair, but E-Y-R-E. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. It's good. Okay. That's my book recommendation. <laughs> Sweet. Well, okay. Hey, look, Take that into consideration, we, kids. We call it the Angry Goat Variety Show for a reason, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, but like apparently the uh, the, the mother, um, you know, the apparently dead mother, uh, was actually quite understanding about it. You know, she went in there. She wasn't that pissed off. Yeah. I mean, who knows what she said to her son in private, but she was actually took news of her death pretty well. Man, right? well, I'd, I'd love to have seen their fucking family Christmas card yeah. this year. <laughs> oh, well, she'd have the relief at not being dead. Well, like. this, yeah, is yeah. this is true. This is true. lifted a mirror to her nose. And, well, oh the, my god! Yeah. <laughs> the, the George Burns line when when George Burns was still alive somebody said to him you know what do you do every morning like what, what does George Burns do when he's not on the on the stage hmm. and he said you know the first thing I do is check the obituaries to make sure that I haven't died <laughs> right and then I have coffee and then I have breakfast and then I have a cigar yeah you know and that was his morning ritual basically oh uh, George Burns <laughs> yeah yeah anyway <laughs> Um, Moving on to uh, people who basically are dead well, and the uses we could put them to. Yeah, well, green energy. Green energy. Green energy. It's a, bu- it's a, it's a buzz business. It is. It is. Try it's, you say know. that five times. <laughs> um, but, you know, you've heard of wind power. Mm-hmm. You've heard of solar. Yeah. You've heard of, um, oh, I don't know, what else is out there? Various other forms of green energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Renewable. And, and now corpses. Yep. Corpse energy. Yep, excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, yeah, it's a uh, British crematorium. Yep, uh, they're basically they're installing new turbines. Uh, oh, they, no, they want to install turbines in two of their burners, oh, which would uh, use the heat generated during burning, like you know, during the cremation, the burning of the bodies, to provide enough electricity to power fifteen hundred televisions. Is that cable or normal? Um, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I mean, that's where the... Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about plasma or LCD. Yeah, yeah, yeah Plasma exactly. chews up a lot of power. Yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's um, basically... <laughs> they're, 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 if this goes ahead, they're looking at possibly doing this at more crematoriums because yeah. they're having to replace their crematoriums um, a fair bit more in Britain at the moment Good. to have uh, more advanced ones because... Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Like... The mercury is getting, you know, oh, yeah, getting that, thrown off like through fillings and everything being burnt let's, up. Let's face it, they've got to be one of the filthiest appliances on the planet. Well, yeah, yeah. So they're uh, they're looking at doing this. I mean, obviously there's some ethical issues here. Uh, there whether, are. Pe- whether people are um, willing to uh, have their pools heated in there, you know, <laughs> ovens, <laughs> ovens fueled yeah, or whatever. Pizza's you know. ready, kids. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's interesting that they want to put in a third 
turbine so that they can um, heat their own chapel and offices and stuff. Mm. Heated, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. okay, like, all right, I guess the heating was already paid for with, to a degree uh, by, yes, like, burning yes. of bodies, but now it's, like, a much more literal kind yes. of, um, yeah, you know. That's, that's quite odd. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's a I mean, like, weird. really quite odd, you know, when you think about it. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so basically, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're looking into it uh, at the moment, to a degree, because, you know, they don't want to be insensitive uh, well, yes, towards all yes. of this. Um, but, you know, I guess you could uh, choose between crematoriums as far as, uh, you know, basically whether you want one where the person will be used to create a bit more power, mm. which will be hooked back into the grid, sold sold back to uh, the government, basically providing cheaper power, mm. Uh, or mm. um, just go to an old one where the person gets wasted and, you know... Um, <laughs> person gets wasted uh, power, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, it's interesting that, um, just reading through what you've given me, they, they apparently have 2,100 services a year? That Yeah, that particular crematorium, 2,100 services a year. That's, that's, that's a really lot. quite busy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, people keep dying. And, well, yeah, yeah. This is you know, and as we get older, um, our parents, mm. who are a much larger generation than us, mm-hmm. are getting older still, and that's yep. going to, you know... Yep, eventually they have to kick the big one. Yeah, but yes. it, um, the the you know as a as a weird segue, um, have any of you ever boiled a, a like a crayfish or a yabby or something? Actually, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, you're aware of the phenomenon that where you when they, you they, throw them into hot water, they, they scream. Sort of scream. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, people actually do the same thing. Like okay, in a, in what, a crematorium. Are you talking about when they're dead? Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the lobsters and stuff generally are so <laughs> when you put them in there and they're alive. <laughs> I kind no, of assume right. that if you threw people into a fire, yeah, they yeah, might scream. scream. But no, yeah, no. There is actually a humane way of doing it. Like, a lot of chefs do kill the young crayfish <laughs> yeah, okay. before they. Yeah, you know. So, is, is that a kind of a, a weird gas type of. Yeah, uh, it's, um, it's oxygen that's built up in your, in your bloodstream and in your muscles and mm. so on. Um, as it's escaping, um, it makes a. Um, Screaming noise. No shit. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be really fucking eerie, man. Yeah, well, this is why crematoriums are actually um, soundproof. Yeah, yeah, damn. Because otherwise, yeah, it's quite disconcerting. Yeah, if you imagine living near one of those. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. bad enough seeing these big plumes of, you know, death smoke coming out. Yeah. And then and there's screaming sounds coming from it. It's like, what the hell is going on in there? Yeah. Speaking of screaming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, a father's had his fingers bitten off. In a school nativity play fight. That's right. Um, this is uh, in England. Uh, <laughs> yay, England. Yeah, yay, England. Uh, basically, uh, some parents got into a fight uh, before a kid's school nativity play. Oh, a primary God. school nativity play. They were going to do that. Parents just decided to kick off. Uh, it wasn't great. And a uh, 39-year-old man bit the finger off of a 32-year-old man. That's both fathers fantastic. of children in the play. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? How do what, you start? What area is this in in England? Uh, if it you doesn't. give me a moment, I'll let you know. Um, it is uh, Hutton Primary School in the northeast English town of South Shields. It's just outside the city of Newcastle, Panos. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. But how does they're East Coast? They're kind how of Geordies. Does this fight break out at a fucking nativity play. I what, know. Does what somebody the hell? get up and scream out? You call that playing Jesus? Get the fuck That's off! That's it. I mean, you know, you know yeah, my kid wanted to give yeah, to give baby Jesus myrrh. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 
He's stuck with frankincense? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I want, I want that, myrrh. You call that being a donkey? Get that fuck he, off. Was the older, older man drunk? I don't know. Uh, they didn't say. God, let's hope so. It's funny that they didn't say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they also didn't say whether they were able to save the digit and save the finger or not. But jeez. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, would that, that kid, like, who is the child of the man who actually bit the finger off, is that kid going to be able to go back to that school? I you know, doubt it. You know, it's really going to be... Doubt it. He's going to cop a fair bit of crap. You know, either that or every time it's parent-teacher night... His dad's going to be dressed up like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. dear. Wow. <laughs> well, um, moving to the continent, I think. Yes. Uh, from, yes. From, from Great England. Uh, Great to, Britain. To sunny Germany. <laughs> sunny, sunny Germany. <laughs> well, actually, Austria. Um, but yes, it was a, a German couple. Uh, they, they, they were climbing um, a 2,000 meter peak in the Austrian Alps. And... Uh, they lost their uh, toy frog. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, they took. Sorry, their... this isn't a euphemism for something. No, 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 no. Right, it's okay. literally a toy frog. It's a cuddly toy frog, apparently. Uh, and they, uh, it was a bit of a good luck charm for it's him. It's not that easy being green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bit of a good luck charm for him. And um, so the wife of, you know, uh, she had decided she wanted to take a photo of the uh, husband and. Their toy frog, <laughs> uh, basically on a precipice, like fucking, nice. like okay. morons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good idea. And uh, both the husband and the toy frogs took a bit of a tumble. <laughs> the guy was able to hang on to the ledge, but the frog <laughs> went for a massive fall. Wow! They they pulled the the guy up there. But the thing is, what makes this interesting is they they loved this toy frog so much. It was meant so much to them that they got a. Um, what is it? They got uh, Marcus Fleischmann, who is a mountain rescuer, to spend eight hours, costing them 425 euros, which is about $560, mm-hmm. to go on a rescue mission for this toy frog. And what an excellent use of his time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he was saying, okay, look, it wasn't that dangerous a mission, and it was off-season, so there wasn't much going on. <laughs> okay. He no, said, no, oh, no, no real people. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's like, I had, I had nothing better to do, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. You know, he went, they spent, like, over $500 to get this toy frog back. And, you know, okay. Look, just, 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 people have no concept of money. They're spending not. This, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Jesus, it's just so sad. I'd say they might have been able to get the same toy frog again. Yeah, um, probably from like the the German equivalent of cheap as chips or something. Mm, yeah, but, you know, yeah. I guess this frog had been on various mountain climbing trips with them before and they loved it. Somewhere. People have to learn how to let go. The rainbow <laughs> connection. Yeah. So, look, he the went lovers, on a lot of adventures with dreamers. us, but here yeah, his he, adventures have ended with him tumbling di- down a precipice. <laughs> <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Exactly. <laughs> Falling off a cliff. <laughs> tumbling slowly over and over and bouncing off. Falling to his doom. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I just have like the, the opening scene of Cliffhanger, but with Kermit hanging? <laughs> Don't let me go, man! Yeah. <laughs> Piggy, save me! Yeah. <laughs> I know him holding on to the guy, and then these yeah. Kermit's eyes like it's <laughs> He's holding on to the glove as he goes down. Yes, with that weird mouth thing. That he yeah. does. Oh. 
<laughs> oh dear, the banjo flies down after him. <laughs> yeah. They throw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh dear God. Okay, well, on, on to real animals, uh, yes. I reckon. Yes. Um, um, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Look, this is the Northern Territory. This is Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, a, a dog. A- yes, a dog. Has been found driving a bus. That's right. Driving a large bus. Yes. Uh, he's a German coolie. He's two years old. And apparently he's man's best friend. Um, but yes, his name is Woodley. And, <laughs> Woodley uh, coolie. Yeah, basically he's uh, made news across the uh, globe. Uh, pretty much he took a 20-ton bus for a joyride. <laughs> <laughs> How did he work the pedals? Well, that's, yeah, that, that's the thing of um, basically his uh, owner, if you will, um, was, I believe, a yeah, he was a bus driver and the dog generally sat there with him next to it. And so the dog saw him using the handbrake all the time, uh, you know, and the dog figured, <laughs> so okay. you couldn't see my double take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, if, if only you had some water yeah, in your mouth so you could spit take, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he saw him use the handbrake, so uh, apparently <laughs> the dog worked that handbrake and went for, went for a fair, fair ride. I love the quote in this story that says, you know, this is weird even for the Northern Territory. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, that, that article I got this from is puntastic. It's, um, you know, basically saying, luckily no one was harmed, no damage was done. Woodley might be kept on a shorter leash in the future, though. Yeah, yeah. And various bits, of, bits yeah, and pieces. Four-wheel drive and all the rest yeah, of it. Poor yeah, poor-wheel drive, yeah. being a good copycat slash outcat dog. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Oh, dear. You know, he's pro- probably, you know, they, they figured he uh, unleashed the handbrake using his teeth, uh, <laughs> pause for effect there. Mm. You know, that so kind not of high-quality puns. <laughs> no, 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 no. Terrible, uh, terrible yeah, puns. jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible puns but yeah you know um, no one was hurt dog got to go for a fair fair ride apparently i mean That's you know it must thrilling. have been on a bit of a slope i'm assuming yeah. what's the bet that he he passed at least two people who were drinking at the time and went, yeah. i'm just wondering if once it was in motion he stuck his head out of the well the thing is um the uh, handbrake was actually on the dashboard so he would have been up there on the dashboard, so people would have been able to see him. It's not like it's down between the seats, like yeah. your general well, handbrake. Did so, he just so he could the handbrake and let it roll down a hill. Or uh, possibly, much? you know, he might have been steering. I mean, you know, because no, his paws like would have been up there around the same thing. No, no, I'm pretty sure the dog wasn't. If he was accelerating, he wasn't steering. Yeah, I'll tell you that yeah, much yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. He probably didn't get ignition going either. It's not that great a story. Uh, you but know, still. it sounded better. Until we delve deep in there, but I still like the idea of a dog going for a joyride in a, in a massive twenty-ton bus. You know, that's, that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Anyway, let's let's move on to something of a of a sort of a serious note. Kind <coughs> of a serious note. Um, Wesley Warren Jr., a guy in the states. Oh yes, needs one million dollars US for surgery to correct his forty-five kilo scrotum. 45 kilos. Yes. Scrape. Yeah. Now, um, we have a picture here, which... Can we throw yeah, the picture I, on the I website? Can yeah, all right. We'll, we'll throw the picture send, on the website, but... Yeah. My God. This it's, poor guy. It's nuts, man. He's, he's basically... He's got his nutsack. 
sitting on a milk crate. Yeah. Uh, you know, covered in like his some homemade orange like nutsack case. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's got like a, a picture of like a lion or something well, on he's, there. He's it's carrying a, around a one and a half it's fully a loaded coal shopping bags. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanging yeah. from his pelvis. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts, man. It's poor um, dude. So yeah, he's got he's got scrotal ele- elephantitis. Yeah, he's uh, from Las Vegas. He's got scrotal elephantitis. Uh, you know, not surprisingly, he has trouble walking and using the bathroom. Yep, and bouts of depression, apparently. Well, yeah, you wouldn't... Yeah, it wouldn't be that uh, surprising, would it, you know? But uh, he uh, went on... I mean, he realises that people are going <laughs> to laugh at his condition a bit. But Because, yep. um, yeah, unfortunately, we did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Look, but, I bet he goes to bed every night thinking, why couldn't the elephantitis have affected my penis? Yeah, that's right, exactly. That's right. Oh, dear. But yeah, he went on the Howard Stern show, um, radio show, to kind of try and raise awareness of his plight, hoping that some people would donate some money to him. But like, you know, obviously you're going on Howard Stern, you know you're going to get laughed at for having like, you know, a 45 kilo nutsack. You'll reach a lot of people though. Mm, mm. Because he's basically saying, yeah, we listen to about millions and millions of people and he's hoping some uh, millionaire or billionaire out there might help him. Or even if everybody sends a buck. Yeah, basically. If everybody sends him a buck, I mean, you know, fuck, I'd send him a buck. Yeah, I I, I feel Mm. really sorry for him. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Yeah, but, you know, apparently, uh, well, basically, scrotal elephantitis uh, is, you know, okay, you'll get... More cases, it's rarely seen, you know, in most parts of the world, but tropical areas in, like, Africa and Asia, you know, it might be uh, caused by, like, mosquito-spread parasitic infection. Yep. But, like, how he got it... He claims. He claims, yeah, uh, because he's not ever been to tropical areas, he says. He reckons it's down to an accident when he caught his testicles with his leg while twisting in bed. Seriously, I, I don't know about that. Uh, it sounds like uh, he's covering something up yeah, there. I don't know, but yeah. um, well, like you, a forty-five kilo nutsack. But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you've worked in a hospital. You, oh, you've seen yeah. people walk in with odd things inserted in odd places. Well, yeah. I mean, look, you know, I've I've heard the stories and I've seen one or two. Um, uh, you know, X-rays. Yeah, but, um, I'm not yeah. sure a severe sprain can cause elephantitis. No. Yeah, well, he says you know, swelling. Yes, he says that happened. In, he says that kilos. happened in bed, and the next day he woke up uh, that his scrotum had grown to the size of a soccer ball overnight. Yeah. And then continued growing. Uh, it, it is possible that yeah. some re- weird variety of bed bug or even mosquito had been around in his room and had bitten him at the same time he turned over and he just thought he twisted it up. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd assume yeah. it'd be some well. kind of bite or something, bite mark. I don't know. Yeah. If it's going to have that case, much wealth. Look, it's freaky shit and I don't really want to know how the fuck he got it, but he's got it. So He's got it. Know. Yeah, especially so, if it's a way that we can get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, one uh, more thing uh, to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> hitting my head on a cupboard or something. Now yeah. I have to worry about getting elephantitis on the scrotum. That's oh, right. That's God. right. Well, basically, yeah, there's one thing to be happy about so far, um, Angry Goat listeners. Uh, basically, at least as far as we know, you don't have elephantitis of the scrotum and if you do write in yeah yeah, yeah let, it, let us let us know we'll laugh at you it'd send be great. us photos yeah <laughs> i don't know if we want photos of 
<laughs> Actually, well, you know. As if you wouldn't look. Yeah, I mean, of course I would. Of course I would. You know, you'd, you'd be killing yourself laughing while you did, but as if you wouldn't. <laughs> Not to belittle his pain. No, no, God, no. Actually, I think he'd rather it was belittled as opposed to enlarged. Covered photos are fine. I'm sure you've gotten together your patchwork um, underwear by now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor guy in the photo. Or yeah. the patchwork quilt. Yeah. You know, the quilt yeah. that's yeah. been handed down for generations that goes over your nuts. Pictures of Raggedy Andy and stuff on there and all of that kind of, you know, nice stuff. Oh dear. Um, uh, apparently, um, well, Panos, you've had a whooping cough. I have. Okay. It's awful. <laughs> when you um, when you had whooping cough, did you ever cough so hard that you dislodged the tip of a pull cue that had been stuck up your nose for about twelve years? No, but if if there had been a pull cue stuck up um, my nose, I probably would have. Right. Why does this remind me so much of the Simpsons episode? Oh, with where, the, the crayon. crayon? Where yeah. Homer's shoving the crayons. Um, uh, Chantel Fail? Yeah, exactly. Say? Perfect name. Yeah, fail. Yeah, fail. <laughs> um, had endured constant headaches, infections, and flu-like symptoms without knowing why. For 12 years. For 12 years. Until recently, where she coughed really violently and managed to dislodge two centimetres worth of pull cue tip. From her nose. Yep. That's nasty. That is covered yeah. in unhealthy tissue that had grown Ugh. over it. Wow. And yeah, realized that like most all of these illnesses she'd had was traced back to a freak accident she'd suffered in 1999. Um, mum <laughs> when of, she was dancing on a pool table. Well, <laughs> mum of three Chantel was in a pub when a male friend holding a pool cue in the crook of his arm gave her a bear hug. Mm-hmm. The cue didn't go into her nose, though. Uh, the pool cue speared the top of her mouth. Yeah. I mean, she was taken to hospitals. Right. Sinuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, medics only gave her pain relief. Uh, basically, they didn't x-ray her then. Um, but, yeah, it would have shown that the uh, tip had come from the cue and was piercing a cheekbone. But, like, later on, it worked its way up into a sinus and finally moved into the nasal passage. What? The... Didn't we do a story last year that was really fucking similar to this? Um, well, that was the one with the uh, toilet brush in the woman's that's ass. That's right. I was yeah. about to say, Jesus. wasn't that anally? Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, that, that, that's kind of worse in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. But and there are millions of God. stories like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> people just can't leave that, that hole alone. Oh, no, 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 but she did the toilet brush in the ass. Um, no, that, that, that didn't actually go up her ass. It lodged into the butt cheek. Oh, that's Remember? Yeah, yeah. That's right. and, and then it calcified. And, um, yeah. Didn't it eventually kill her or it something? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, Chantel <laughs> Fail isn't dead, but my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, English, once again. Yeah. Hey, look, she, she's rid of the pool cue now. Yeah, she exactly. Is. She can move on. But she was life. completely shocked. She didn't know it was there. She coughed that pool cue tip out. Ow. Without, like, yeah, which in itself would be horribly yeah, painful. Ow. <laughs> Yeah, that she'd never thought that, like, you know, her successive illnesses had had anything to do with the accident. And apparently she had been um, x-rayed since then, um, but it can't be seen. It couldn't be seen on an x-ray for some reason. Uh, So no one suspected there was anything up there. They'd used a CT scan um, to try and see it, and they couldn't see anything there. So, I don't know. What's a pool cue tip made out of? Is it wood? or is Well, it, it's wood it's and wood. it's felt. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Oh, wouldn't let this be a public and, and service and announcement. Stuff. Like, if you're holding a pool cue, put yeah, it down before yeah. you give someone a bear hug. Yeah. That's right. That's, I, 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 think, I think there's something in that for all of us. We don't want to uh, injure ourselves or be injured in that sense. Because 
apparently anything can happen. Well, yeah. it's interesting that um, they've they've consulted a doctor as part of this, who said it's not uncommon for tooth filling amalgam to lodge in the sinus cavity um, when having a, a filling done. But mm. this is the first time he's heard of a pull cue. That's right. So <laughs> yeah, wow. A lot of wacky shit going on out there, man. It's, yeah, um, yeah, it's a strange world after all. That's it. Um, speaking of which... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Texas. Hey, Texas! Deep in the heart of Texas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a couple had been arrested by the police, uh, basically for uh, selling um, prescription drugs, dealing prescription drugs at the Whataburger. <laughs> along uh, Highway 59. It's, now, yeah. You can just imagine the burgers the size of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So they got, they, they got arrested for dealing prescription drugs. No, they're nothing that wacky there. But uh, the uh, lady who's part of that couple, um, she uh, told the officer she was resting her head in uh, her partner's lap because she felt tired in the back of the cop car. And it turns out that uh, despite the fact that both parties were handcuffed behind their backs they still managed to uh get it on yep wow yeah yeah, yeah. um bounce chicka wow wow deep in the heart of texas yeah no was, kidding i, I guess exactly. it's always a fantasy of theirs to, yeah. um, to get caught <laughs> yeah i mean i guess and, and how you know before they got handcuffed they must have unzipped you know it's um, that's that's oh she's just really good with her teeth yeah, she's a bit yeah. of a cougar, actually. She's she's forty four. He's thirty. That's right. That's right. Uh, Probably so, explains a lot. Yeah, actually. Well, more experience. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know, kinky bitch. But oh, yeah, just <laughs> the constant randiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what most of the forty four year olds you service are pretty randy, right, Panos? Oh no, I just I just mean the, the age disparity. Like, uh, you know, she, she wouldn't have taken him on as a, I don't know, a son like role to tutor. Ew. I want a 30 year old for his brain Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah the investigators, the cops decided not to add public indecency charge to the uh, more serious felony narcotics charges which no. I were done with well, they didn't they, add they it got there. the inbuilt um, dashboard camera yeah exactly, <laughs> That's just, it's just going to be on cops or whatever the hell <laughs> world's wildest police chases or, I mean, not a chase <laughs> but you know what I mean one of those uh, Things there, or just for yeah, the and cri- every copy Christmas of party video, a copy of it, yeah, exactly. and obviously it made the news. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so it's got to be pretty good. <laughs> Speaking of horny, horny, weird people, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. How's this for a headline? Man vows to masturbate in every Starbucks toilet in New York. I'm so happy that's happening in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he qualified with toilet. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, he doesn't a... think he thinks police response time will be too quick for well, him. Well, I get mean, away with it. seriously, he's not really trying that hard because I mean, you know, New York's one of the few places where you can jump on the train and find somebody masturbating. So, you know, okay, okay. I've not been there except for the airport myself. But you in know, the toilet, is he keeping like a YouTube journal? Or? He's not too far from that, Panos. Uh, yeah, he uh, had a uh, is tweeting his progress. He calls himself Mister PP, and he also wow. had a po- he also had a podcast, which unfortunately <laughs> has now been removed. Aww. Uh but yeah, he was. Um, <laughs> I could just imagine the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he had he had a radio. Yeah. 
the had a rating system set up for the various different toilets Ew. and uh, and Starbucks in general. Wow. Uh, you know, it basically explained that a bathroom would lose points if they were unclean or if a person knocks on the door and interrupts him, which I, I don't know if that's quite fair. Judge a Starbucks by someone knocking on the door, but you know they'd also like rate them on the attractiveness of the staff as well. To give yeah, well, well, what, what's he going to go on yeah, of, once it's in there? One of his <laughs> ratings was today's Starbucks visit is rated as a four boner. Yeah, spacious, clean, excellent coffee, strong Wi-Fi, no interruptions, and one hot chick. That's right. Amazing. Oh, narcissism reaches all sorts of levels on, wow. on the internet. All sorts of weird, weird, wonderful, crazy, <laughs> crazy levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, strange stuff. Speaking <clears throat> of strange stuff, police in Michigan are looking for two kids aged around sort of between eight and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, who are using a toy gun to hold up other kids for chips and chocolates. Oh, no. I like that. Yeah. What, how old are they? Uh, eight and ten, apparently. Wow. The the victims have ranged up into like um, ages from about seven to about fifteen. Oh jeez! And they've been on this Bonnie and Clyde esque spree for about five weeks. <laughs> no shit! Oh my god! <laughs> Where is this again? Uh, Michigan. It's Michigan. in Michigan. So if you see a couple of kids hanging around with a toy gun, um, well, you know, I guess you're going to assume that it must look vague. Yeah. It must look kind of real, you with, know? with chocolate smeared all over their faces. Run. Then you know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, turn and run. These kids mean business and they will take your candy. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. But the cops are quoted as saying, you know, I've never seen this sort of thing happen with, with anybody so young. And it's like, well, well, at least they're thinking outside the box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got your gun laws that way. It's, um, yeah. you know, people yeah. will see something and not assume it's a toy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. And um, kids want candy. Speaking of, of food... Um, following up from a story that we did a while back on, on the, um, the current economic <coughs> woes of Greece. Ah, yes, yes. Which is now basically spread throughout Europe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But Greece particularly is still very much bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, basically a, a thrifty, well, almost anti-starvation-esque cookbook has been released. Oh, really? Yep. So, like, teaching them how to make gruel and stuff like that? Basically, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the recipes was, if you feel hungry, get an eggplant and pass it through a fine sieve, eat the pulp, and then tighten your belt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez. So it's, yep. it's like four ingredients, but one ingredient. Yeah. One ingredient yeah. plus hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just... Cross I mean, your fingers and hope for, yeah, hope yeah. for sustenance. Oh, one one of the other recipes was adding lemon to water. I'm not kidding. Oh, my That's God. That's very Greek. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Pop but, an eggplant and drink some lemon water, but not at the same time. You <laughs> don't want to be greedy. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's doing remarkably well oh, um, because it, there are it so could many be people. kind of a joke book. It's... Yeah, to a degree. But but there are so many people apparently looking for much, much cheaper alternatives. Mm-hmm. Wow. Camelos, the riot dog, needs to uh, step up his game, needs to uh, lead more people into action yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. fight for, you know, a better system. And, and needs, Where people... to, needs to find, I don't know, chum with real meat in it for a challenge mm, or something. Mm, mm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Camelos likes his lemon water, I'm, sh- I'm sure, but, you know... It's not enough. Let alone his eggplant. Pa- pa- it, oh, eggplant. Oh, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, up to can- kind of lost like six or seven by this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's been like four or five of him. But anyway. Mm. Mm. Um, going back to Germany. 
Mm. Germany's dumbest criminal of all time has been jailed for seven years after trying to hold up a bank that hadn't existed at that location for 17 years. <laughs> wow. And that, that sounds like they pretty much punished him for being stupid because they're quite Basically. lenient. Like, yeah, they yeah, they yeah. believe in reform. Well, this guy rocked up. It's, it's now effectively a, a... I mean, it's still a shop front as such, mm. but it's now just filled with ATMs. So, you know, if you're a customer, you walk up, you you walk in, you start Use using the ATM. The ATM. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he busts in there looking like screaming at, at you know, staff Customer. that only right. he could see. Yeah. And, you know, he took a hostage. This oh, is the Jesus. bit that I love. Oh, no. <laughs> he busts in there. He realizes that there's only him and this chick who's sort of looking at him like he's from Mars, right? Yeah. He starts screaming at like the various cameras and stuff demanding a ransom of 10,000 bucks for this chick which he then you know grabs at knife point at um, gunpoint mm. um, an hour goes by nothing fucking happens <laughs> wow this chick gives him 400 bucks right <laughs> and he fucks off but then like because there's cameras that look outwards mm. the cops basically Read his license plate number. <laughs> he parked in front. Right? Oh, man. Find the car parked a couple of blocks away. He's left the gun in it, which so happens to be a toy, but it's covered in his fingerprints. <laughs> oh, shit. And then they pick him up a couple of hours later at his home. Okay, this duck, this guy deserves to go down. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. Yeah, wow. We were just championing the kids with the candy and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's but a, this guy... Know. They're going to grow up to be vicious criminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Ourselves. But for now, it's cute. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. He's just a fool. We don't need him out there. But uh, <laughs> this guy's just brilliant. And and speaking of, of loony laws in, in... Well, I mean, that's not really a loony law. But speaking of laws in Europe, mm-hmm. um, a guy in France has been ordered to pay his estranged wife 10,000 euros. So 13,500 bucks. This may be one that I've heard <laughs> of, I think. For... In, in damages, mm-hmm. for failing to, uh, in his marital duties... To provide her with sex. That's right. I'd heard this yeah. one. This is gold. I mean, like, yeah. Homeboy just, you know, he was too tired. He, yeah, you know, yeah, he, he was sorry. Wait, is this a follow-up to the story of that guy who was, like, sleeping on his couch because he couldn't... Yeah, sleep. yeah. Anyway. So she, now, she's and now, now he's been... He's, he's been, been forced fed. to pay... That, yeah, yeah, it's a follow-up to that. Yeah. He's been forced to pay 10,000 euros, yeah, 10,000 euros. For, for not for, fucking for not his wife. Fucking what his what wife. country is he in? France. France. Right. Well, that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But like, oh, jeez, man. I mean, you I, know, I don't think anywhere else. You are not a man. You cannot satisfy your woman. Yeah, well, no. yeah, I mean, exactly. In in Australia, I remember there was a judge that, um, that basically was sacked because he suggested that a woman hadn't... Uh, it was something along the lines of a woman was charging her ex-husband with rape. Mm. Because he'd effectively forced himself on her. Which is rape. Which is rape. Yeah. And Doesn't the, matter if they're married or the not. The judge yeah. said something like, it's your job because you're married. And, and, you know, there was this huge, and rightly so, but yeah. huge public outcry. And he eventually got the flick. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, in France, if you're a guy and you're just sort of, you know, lazy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you have to pay real money, goddammit. Jeez. Oh, man. And he couldn't have just got a divorce or something. He's, yeah, no, that'd, that'd be far too simple. But yeah, yeah like... <laughs> Instead of... Oh, I think he tried and she wouldn't give it to him. Uh, thinking back to the original story. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, but in that situation, I don't know how he can be forced to keep having sex <laughs> with her. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But yeah, yeah. So things didn't work so, out well for our yeah, French friend so here. Yeah, ten grand. 10 grand oh my god that's bliss anyway <laughs> um we've we've heard of a few protests that are a bit odd over the over the you know couple of years that we've, well year and a bit that we've been doing this yes yes we have indeed um say about a year and a half yeah about yeah. that yeah yeah um this one goes out to india where a guy um well a snake charmer mm. has gone into his local tax office and released dozens of poisonous snakes. Whoa! Oh, to, man. To the frightened, onlooking staff. Oh, that's uh, the ultimate revenge on the tax office <laughs> yeah, right absolutely. there. absolutely. No one was hurt, but apparently, like, cops were basically searching around for fucking well, cobras. Because tax officers yeah. can actually speak, um, you know, parcel tongue. They, they, <laughs> they communicate with snakes quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he... he Any tax officers out there listening, uh, that was just a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Audit for Panos. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's not my real name. It's, a, it's an acronym for, um, for things. For your five, for your five names that you've got. Yeah. Like my place of birth, my favorite food. My, uh, oh, I'll just stop there. You're giving it away too much, man. They'll track you. Yeah, what, but yeah, it's just like, like what, like hundreds of snakes. He, he released basically about forty fucking cobras into oh, his local, shit. you know, tax office. Oh, and of course, man. you know, cobras get fucked. Like, yeah, yeah. So, My goodness. Yeah, you know, it, it just goes to show it's not firebombs that you've got to worry about. It's fucking cobras. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, man. Like, I wonder if Occupy Wall Street would like, work differently if they just let like a whole bunch of snakes <laughs> in. I mean, you know, just like, go up to the Goldman Sachs or something and just like put tons of cobras in there. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah that's not a bad idea. And at yeah, least well, Once they way, work out what exactly they're protesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true, true. I've got to admit, like, the... The ones here in Adelaide. Oh, that that's pretty sad, isn't it? Just the lamest. I think they just jump in. They don't really realize what they're protest protesting. No. It's um, I I, I just... couldn't actually believe it when I saw. Them. Yeah, it was like what? Well, There's uh, like money equals bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just money like three, three slavery. Hi- slavery equals bad. And it's yeah. Like, oh god. Three hippies in a tent in like a park. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, totally. But one of them's like one of them's got curly hair, and he was wearing like when I went past in my bus this morning, he's got curly hair. He was wearing a suit. Mm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come on, dude. You know, go go home to mum and dad. You'll feel much better. You know, there's actual food there. Mm. You know. Mm. Oh well, I but, mean, you know, doesn't mean the initial causes that some people are like fighting yeah, against yeah, yeah, isn't there. Yeah. It just means that Adelaide's attempt at it is fucking. That's no, completely true. I mean, it started as a protest against the horrific things that are happening in Wall Street and the exactly. power that the corporations have over their government. Exactly. Which many ludicrous things have happened just recently, yep. like, which is absolutely true. Mm. But what what happens when you introduce hippie students to this? They follow yep. their own agenda, yeah. which is 
let's camp out there, like smoke a lot of weed and basically protest the rich. Like, yeah. which doesn't lead to anything. Mm. You know, well, it's just and, 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 to, and, to, and to be a student in America, you've got to be rich anyway. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And it's, all, it's all young white I mean, rich you know, kids with nothing better to do. In fairness, like the, the guys here in Adelaide, you know, they're probably, what, studying medicine or something. Yeah. You know, their education costs more than the people that they're supposedly, like the people's wages that they're supposedly oh, they're standing up Their rallying leader for. is um, finishing a Bachelor of Justice. <laughs> like she's going to be a judge after this right mm. yeah I wonder if she'll feel the same way when she gets her Merc um favourite TV show Tom ooh I've been on a hell of a Sons of Anarchy kick recently um right. and season 4 has just finished there and now I'm really sad because I have to wait for about nine and a half months okay before uh, it's back on again Panos um, actually, I just finished watching all seven seasons because I'm lucky enough to have Netflix at home, which is awesome. Um, I just finished watching all seven seasons of Peep Show. Ah, um, uh, Peep Show. Which at, at first it was a bit awkward. And I thought, why am I watching this show with these two people I hated? And then I realized I was meant to be laughing at them, not with them. And mm. suddenly the show became a lot better. Oh, it's, um, it's and awesome. And it helps that it just keeps getting funnier. Like they keep ramping it up more yeah. and more and more up until the absolutely devastating ending which yeah it's great it's, i've been watching a little bit of that recently again as well so yeah it's awesome i'll watch it through and make sure you watch it in order it's, yeah. it's excellent but yeah that, that's the best thing i've watched recently okay well what one of my favorites not necessarily my favorite but one of my favorites has mm-hmm. always been mythbusters okay yep yep okay. Uh, yes yes <laughs> recently uh, yeah recently a cannonball for one of their um experiments malfunctioned during mm-hmm. its its test firing, um, basically traveling 600 meters through a house, across six lanes of traffic, oh, shit. through a van, <laughs> and into a sleeping family's home. I know. Yeah. It just shot backwards out of the cannon, didn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, Instead yeah. of yeah. forwards. No, no, no. What happened was it shot, <clears throat> it shot the right way in their bomb-like area, supervised by the sheriff went over the um, water bottle barrier that they'd set up, bounced off the mountain ranges behind it instead of getting <laughs> So it's pretty much the ultimate definition of a freak accident. Yeah. Like, they could not have done anything nah. more than what they did. No. Nah. And then, yeah, like... <laughs> and the sleeping family gets, like... <laughs> and then 600 metres through a house, across six lanes of traffic, through a van and into another house. Now, what, oh, what city was this? Because... Uh, I, to be honest, I haven't written uh, it down. But I, I, I wanted think, to try and attach a stereotype. I think it was San Francisco. Right. Well, because like, that, that's, that's where the show is based. Because half the fucking town then got up and have claimed that their windows were shattered by the shockwave. I'm imagining a lot of fathers with hammers yeah. in this scenario, yeah. and the city has to pay it out because the um, you know. The upset has already... Yeah, been. yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, the stuff that I'm reading. Like, oh, this sort of thing ought not to be allowed. It's like, what What more do you What sort of thing? What, do? you mean science and discovery? Yeah. You know? But, mm. yeah, I mean, considering that these guys loaded... These guys loaded a cement mixer not all that long ago and blew it into tiny little pieces. Yeah. Right? Loaded After loading it up with explosives. I mean... But not a single, like, incident... Occurred yeah, well, then. That cannon, their producer was saying, has been fired. I think it was three hundred and twenty times yeah. at that point in other experiments. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like, it's not as if they're not extremely fucking careful. 
And, I mean, you know, no one was actually hurt in this incident. Mm. They are meeting with the person whose van they trashed and the, the family's home that it landed in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no one was hurt. But, my God, it... Oh, if nothing else, think. I want to see that yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the look on Adam's face when, you know, they realize that that ball isn't going where it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. you know? If only they could get some kind of ball cam so you just yeah, see yeah, it yeah. flying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, dear. the look on Adam and Jamie's face. But um, my my brother um, used to work on the in the sort of back of house production thing on the show. Mm-hmm. And if I recall correctly, and I'll probably get an email from him saying, no, I didn't, blah, blah, blah. But if I do, if I do recall correctly, he did actually have breakfast with the stars of the show once. Yeah, yeah. And said that it was a little bit like um, the scene in Blues Brothers where um, the tall one orders, like, you know, toast and the, and the uh, other one orders, like, four fried chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Except that Jamie, the, the guy with the moustache, ordered, like, I think, muesli and... Um, Adam, the other one, had like bacon and eggs and a bear claw or something. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're, they're kind of odd guys, admittedly. They but are strange. let's face it, if you've got TV producers ringing up and saying, let's do brunch, as mm. if you're not going to fucking take that for a spin. Oh, absolutely. No, I would. I've heard uh, Adam Savage actually do stand up comedy. Um, oh, okay. Only like, only like a short bit. It was like on the Nerdist podcast that I uh, listened to a bit. They um, you were know, doing a live one with interviewing um, Adam Savage. Mm. And it started out with him doing like uh, five minutes of uh, stand up comedy. And it was really funny. And like his opening line was. So I uh, think my uh, ten-year-old knows what a blowjob is. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was it was great. It was really funny. Uh, so dear. yeah, yeah, talented fellow. Well, speaking of blowjobs, okay. get away, sort of. Um, and we'll we'll wrap up with this story. Yeah. Um, we normally wrap up with an animal story, so well, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so bear with me. Is it um, a bear? No, ah. not quite. Web users in China have flooded the website of a local wildlife park after local TV covered a story of an amorous male sheep and a female deer yes. that, are, that are now a couple. And the, the wildlife park are desperately trying to split up. <laughs> yes, I heard this. And what is it with like wildlife parks at the moment trying to split up uh, loving couples? I know. I we, know. we had the gay penguins uh, That's last right. term. And That's we, right. There's been a few. There, a few there like have this. been, actually. But yes, yeah. uh, this sheep <clears throat> and um, this deer, you know, doe a deer, a mm. female deer. Yeah, it is a female um, deer. It's a have, ram and a deer. Have, um, you know... They've consummated sort of plenty of times. Yeah, yeah, well, they've given it a red-hot fucking crack. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They, they, no, they're and, in love. I, I believe the uh, the sheep, the ram, I believe he believes that he is a deer. Like, he's been... Yeah. He's lived with the deers. Yeah, for yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. yeah. He's run... God, knows, God knows what the deer thinks the sheep is, though. She's just... <laughs> she's, got, she's got jungle fever that she's way. She's just like, slumming it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's short, he's fat, he's woolly, but, you know, girl yeah. can't be too fussy. And getting a good ramming, it's, you know... <laughs> but um, ting But nice. they're... Um, the the local TV um, station covered it on I think the Monday, mm. and by the Thursday, so like four days later or something, um, their website had seventeen hundred comments nice. from people asking that the sheep and the the deer remain together. Nice, that's sweet. <laughs> I like I like to hear that. That's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Let, let, let their crazy wild love, uh, you know. Roam, roam free. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. As free as you can be in an animal sanctuary, but yes. But, hey, well, you know. Oh, pretty free in a, in a yeah, sanctuary. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're certainly hunting. freer than in other parts of the globe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, and on that note, you've been listening to the Angry Goat Variety Show, where it is cool to be part of the herd. As always, I've been joined by Tom. Thanks, Tom. No worries, Jay. Thank you very much. And by Pallas. Thanks, Panos. I'm not actually Panos. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And I was your host, Jay the Angry Goat. Bang! <laughs>